Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Everyday Revival with Pastor Kendall Watrous. Make sure to check us out on YouTube and Facebook, or you can visit us at faithlifefamily.com. Here's Pastor Kendall. Welcome back, welcome back to Everyday Revival. Glad to be with you again this week, um, and looking forward to finishing up this, I guess you could call it a little mini-series on healing. Again, I'll make this disclaimer. We could do this for a year and talk about healing, and uh, we wouldn't exhaust all of the um, different uh, things that we could look at when Jesus talks about healing and that he is our healer, etc. But unless uh, unless, uh, we feel otherwise, this will be uh, the end to this little series. But back on January 11th, I believe we did, um, we started this. And then, of course, we filled in with some other podcasts in between. And then uh, last week, uh, we had our second podcast on healing. And now today, we're doing this third in the series. And we really, basically, you could say the, the main thrust of this is talking about our words, um, our words in healing, um, because the words that we speak out, um, they're carriers of our faith, if you want to look at it like that. And, and I, I've talked about this in the first and the second one extensively, but I'm just wanting you to see that our words are so powerful. And I think that's where people get tripped up um, in, in their everyday life. You know, it's, it's easy sometimes when we come to church and we, we can say the right things and, and make it look like everything's awesome and and great in our life. But when it comes to, uh, you know, Monday morning, um, you know, the middle of the night when you wake up and you don't feel good, um, you're dealing with symptoms in your body. Uh, maybe you have, uh, a relative that is dealing with, uh, things in their body, body, and you're the caregiver. Um, you know, we've known people that had kids that had issues, um, severe, um, very serious issues. You know, we have, there's cancer, there's, I mean, there's, you name it out there, there's all different of conditions that people are dealing with in their bodies. And we've been talking about how that the Word of God, God's Word, is uh, such a powerful tool, if you want to look at it like that. I don't want to just call it a book because it's it's medicine. Um, we, we looked at that last time and how that the Word of God is medicine to our flesh, but it's also the words that we speak. If we'll put God's Word in our mouth, and that's what we talked about last time, um, then that faith uh, is contained in our words. And, and our worlds are framed by the Word of God. Hebrews 11.3 talks about that, uh, that he, you know, he spoke the Word. It, the Word of God frames things, and our words frame things. So, um, you know, our words create images uh, that we eventually live out. So my point is, if you're talking, if you're seeing things with your eyes, seeing conditions in, in your body, or you're seeing things in other people that you're taking care of and they're negative, but you are speaking out those negative things all the time, you know, um, I, I wonder why this always happens to me, for example, or you're saying, you know, I just oh, I just don't know why this pain is in my body or, you know, this arthritis, I just don't, 
I just don't understand why this arthritis won't go away. You know, people are in all different levels and they're all different points in their faith. And so we don't want to, you know, come against people that haven't heard about faith and they don't even know how faith works. Um, but we do want to, and you're listening to this podcast, so, it, you know, you're, you want to know, how, how does my faith work? How do I get faith uh, in God? How do I get my faith to work so that it will start affecting my body and my situation? You know, some people, they're given a, a death sentence. They're given, th- given three months to live. And, you know, that's, that's, uh, that's not a great place to be because sometimes they're behind the curve in, 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 in their faith. And so, but if we, if you start listening to things on your words, you know, how your words affect things and how, uh, you can, uh, start paying attention to what you're saying and get God's word in your mouth, it will start, it will turn, start turning, uh, those symptoms around in your body. In other words, the word of God, because it's medicine, as you speak them, it starts uh, changing the very uh, the very process in your body that once carried disease, it starts it starts annihilating, you know, the damage done from a disease because it is medicine uh, to your uh, to your body. So every time you speak your faith, it creates a stronger image on the inside of you. You know, uh, Psalms 103, I did this last time. I talked about this last time. You know, he heals all of my sins and heals all, I mean, he forgives all of my sins and he heals all of my diseases. Well, what's that going to do if I start saying that and I start believing that and saying that with my mouth, what's happening? My body starts responding to that uh, and, and it starts changing that in my body. Uh, so if it's healing you desire, if uh, then that healing image is created by God's word. It's your it's continual agreement with that. You're continually agreeing with the word of God, and uh, and eventually things start to change in your body. You know we can look over in you know Mark chapter five, um, and I'll turn there right now because that's a great place uh, to look. And you'll hear people use this this scripture a lot. And it's, it's just a great, uh, talking about the woman with the issue of blood. And uh, so we're in Mark chapter 5 and verse 25. And it says, Now a certain woman had a flow of blood for 12 years and had suffered many things from many physicians. And then she had spent all she had and was no better, but rather grew worse. And I'm going to stop right there. So this lady, this woman, she had, a, she had an issue in her body, and they call it in the Bible here an issue or a flow of blood. But she had, I want you to notice the length of time. She had it for 12 years. That's a long time. So for 12 years, it said she had suffered many things from many physicians. So if you want to paint this picture, it does not look good for her. She's been doing this ongoing, probably daily, if not every other day, going to different physicians, and they were basically practicing, you know, uh, on her. And she, it says she not only did that, but she spent all she had. So she was pretty much probably broke or close to it. She spent all her time at the doctors, 
And then she went to many doctors and they couldn't do much for her. She just got worse. So that's not a great situation right there. It says, though, in verse 27, and I love this verse. Why? Because she heard about Jesus. She had all these things going on with her. She'd spent all of her money. She's, she was suffering, but she heard something about Jesus. It says right here, when she heard about Jesus, she came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. So she heard something. What did she hear? Well, she obviously heard something enough to move her out of her house, out into a crowd where she wasn't lawfully supposed to be because uh, that was unlawful for her, especially with what she had going on for her to be around other people. And so, so she was, you know, risking a lot to go out. So she obviously heard, hey, he's healing people everywhere he goes. He's laying hands on people. They're getting touched. Uh, Demon-possessed people are getting free. Uh, people's, you know, uh, are raised from the dead. There, I mean, all sorts of things that, that she's probably hearing. And she's like, wait a minute. I am not going to put up this in my body anymore. I'm not going to suffer anymore. I'm going to, this is my last resort. I'm going and I'm going to touch him because I believe if I touch him, something's going to happen. Listen to what she did. She came behind him in the crowd and she touched his garment for she said, and I have it highlighted in my Bible. We've been talking about saying over and over again. We've been talking about our words, that they are containers of faith, that when we speak things, she, things happen in our bodies. Well, she said right here, it says 28, for she said, if I only may touch his clothes, I shall be made well. So she obviously, I could just see her, if I'm picturing her, I bet she was saying it over and over again before she got there. If I just touch him, I know I'm going to be whole. If I touch him, I know it, I know it. If I can just touch him, I'm going to be whole. She kept on saying it. One translation says she kept saying and saying. Uh, 29, immediately the fountain of her blood was dried up. So right when she touched him, it says immediately. She didn't have to go away. And then, you know, 10 minutes later, it says immediately the fountain of her blood was dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed of the affliction. Right then, healed of that affliction. So all those 12 years, all of the suffering, all of the money spent, and in one moment, a touch from Jesus. Man, that ought to make you happy. It makes me want to just jump around here because I know that he's the healer. He hasn't stopped healing. This isn't just a nice little story in the book of Mark for me to read to my children and for me to think happy thoughts of Jesus. No, he's he was the healer and he is the healer. He's still doing this today. And so that's exciting. That makes me happy. It says, immediately the fountain of her blood was dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed of that affliction. And Jesus, uh, immediately knowing in himself that what? Power had gone out of him. That's what healed. That power, it met her faith. He says he turned around in the crowd and he said, who touched my clothes? 
And then, of course, the disciples said unto him, you see all these people thronging you and around you, and you say, who touched me? And he looked around to see who had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell down before him and said, and, and, and told him the whole truth. And then he said to her, daughter, your faith has made you well. People, people that get all worked up about the faith message, about, the, you know, standing in faith again, uh, for something and using your faith. And the Bible talks about it over and over and over again. He said, your faith, and I have it highlighted, daughter, your faith has made you whole. Your faith. Everybody say this right now. I have faith. I have faith. I have faith to get the job done. He said, daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your affliction. You know, I love that he said go in peace because a lot of times when people have issues in their body and they're facing life and death situations, they are not at peace. In fact, fear has come into a lot of people and come, you know, get, tries to get on a lot of people and they, they are uh, in a position where they need peace. And he said, listen, go in peace and be healed of that affliction or the thing that tormented her. So that what a great, and it's not a story. It's an actual event that happened. And these things are still happening. His word still carries that power to heal and touch bodies. So if that's you today, you're, you're driving in your car, you're putting on your makeup, ladies, or guys, you're on your way to work and you're you're dealing with something in your body. Let's say you've got a, you, you had a bad report and they've told you, look, you're, you're diabetic and you need to do this and, and, and or you're going to, you know, be on medication for the rest of your life. Well, first of all, um, you, there are some natural things you need, to, I'm sure you need to do because, um, you know, those uh, changing your diet and, and being, paying attention to what goes in your body, that's important. Uh, we don't just, you know, do whatever we want to our bodies and then turn around and ask God to bless what we're doing. Uh, you know, we watch our sugar intake, we get exercise, you know, we do the natural side of things, but then we turn around and we can take God's word and say, now, Father, you said, you said that you're my healer. You said that, you know, you don't want me to be in this situation. And you, you find scripture that, uh, you know, addresses what you're dealing with. And you find that scripture, and then you start uh, speaking it over your body every day as you might have to take medication at first because I'm, we're not against medication. I like one of these verses that says, I will live, I will uh, not die, but I will live and declare the works of God, you know, for people that are given a death sentence. Um, there's, there's so many verses in the, in the word of God that talk about um, the promises of healing and health. Um, I like this. It's, it's a confession. It says, I make a demand on my body to produce the right blood cells and the right blood that will ward off sickness and disease. My bones refuse any offense of the curse. That's Proverbs sixteen twenty four. These are just confessions that you can uh, speak over your body if you have things that you're facing. Uh, there's so many people nowadays that, that um, they're facing things that aren't good. 
um, had bad reports in their body. I like this one. I am redeemed from the curse of the law, and my heart beats with the rhythm of life. The Spirit of God is on the inside of me, and God's Word flows in me, cleansing my blood of every disease and every impurity. That's Proverbs 4.20-23. through 23. So they're taking, we're taking these scriptures and we're just making it a confession in our life. You have heart issues. Let's say they, you're on heart medicine. Please still take the heart medicine. And, but use your faith while you're taking the heart medicine. And use your faith by speaking God's word. I have a strong heart. Every heartbeat floods my body with life and it cleanses me from disease and pain. Mark eleven twenty three. So I'm confessing that I have a strong heart. You watch before too long, you're going to have a good, you're going to go back and they're going to say, oh my goodness, you don't need to be on this medication. Your, your body's responding uh, in, in a great way, or you don't have this issue anymore. You know, you might have high blood pressure or, uh, you know, all different kinds of things. Start confessing. My blood pressure is 120 over 80. The life of God flows in my blood and it cleanses my arteries of all matter that doesn't pertain to life. These are just small examples of what you can do in your everyday life to speak God's word over the situation that's facing you. And uh, we just read here in Mark 5, this lady, she began to speak. She began to say, and as soon as she did, it, it, you know, he turned around and said, daughter, your faith has made you whole. So she was giving voice to her faith in God's, in, 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 in the things she had heard. We've got to give voice to our faith in God's word. When we do that, it will make us whole. It will make us strong. Um, what is it? Um, Psalms 107. Let's, let's look over there for just one minute and then we'll be done here for today. But Psalms 107, 20. Let's read that. Hopefully my watch won't go off again here. Psalms Psalms 107.20. I love technology. Here we go. Psalms 107.20. It says, He sent his word and he healed me and delivered me from my destruction. God sent his word and healed me and delivered me from my destructions. So, his word is what heals us. His word is what we want to get in our mouth. Our confession of God's word calls for healing. It, it, it's, what, it's what's bringing that life and that healing because his word is life to all of our flesh. That's good news, y'all. So, you know, again, back to taking medicine. If you're taking medicine, mix faith with it. You know, as you get up and you take your medicine, take a glass of water, take it down. You get out your Bible, you find your scriptures, put them on a note card or whatever, and you read your scriptures while you're doing that. Why? Because you're putting faith in God's word. You're speaking his word um, over your situation. And, you know, I will say this, it takes time to renew your mind and to, you know, develop faith uh, in your words as well as God's word. It, it doesn't happen overnight. Some people, they just want to hear this and just, you know, come, you know, to one or two services a month and, and just, you know, I've, I said this in the last podcast, you know, just kind of wing it. But when something is 
is facing you and it, it's challenging you, you it's, it's all in. It's all, you know, you, you're going to go get those scriptures out and it's going to be a daily thing. If they tell, tell you to take regular medicine, which they usually do, you know, like an antibiotic, what is it, twice a day? you know, every 12 hours or every eight hours. Why, why won't we get out the Word of God and look at it while we're taking our medicine, you know, and do that three times a day? Uh, and put as much faith in the Word of God as we do in the medication. And so that's, it's how bad you want it. How bad do we want these things in our life? Or is it just like, oh, well, you know, uh, you know, it's just... God's trying to teach me a lesson, and he put these things on me so that I'll be, become a stronger Christian. How many times do we hear that? We hear that so much, and that's just religion and, and tradition talking. If you start getting into the Gospels and see how many times Jesus touched somebody's life, they touched their body, he healed them, he, he uh, you know, spoke, and blind eyes were open. Uh, the paralytic, I mean, all the different examples of Jesus touching uh, somebody. We're going to end on this verse here. I'm going a little bit longer today. But, you know, 1 Peter 2.24, one of my favorite verses, but I'm actually going to turn there and look at it so I can read it to you today. 1 Peter 2.24, and it says, uh, who himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, having died to sins, might live for righteousness, by whose stripes you were healed. And so many people uh, read that, and they don't read were healed. They read uh, by his stripes, you know, and they, they put it in a different tense. This is past tense. He's already healed us. When he died on the cross and shed his blood for us, healing was made available to us. And it says, who, by whose stripes you were healed. I was healed 2,000 years ago or however long ago it was. When he, when he died, he made, it, he made healing available for me. Just like he made salvation available for us, he made healing available for us. So in, over here in first. Uh, Peter 2.24, notice it's past tense as far as God is concerned, uh, but it's not yet, you know, happened in my body. But as I speak this over my body, I'm calling my body well. I'm calling it strong. I'm calling my body healed in the name of Jesus, and my body is listening to me, <laughs> and it will obey. Just like when Jesus cursed the fig tree, that fig tree listened to what Jesus spoke to it. Our body, our bodies listen and hear the word of God spoken to it, and it will start to make a cure or provide a cure for our bodies. It's medicine, y'all, to our bodies. And I'm telling you, uh, what a wonderful, uh, wonderful promise. I, I, that's the only word I can think of. Just a wonderful promise to know, especially in the days we're living in, that he hasn't stopped doing that. He didn't just do it in the Bible, y'all. It is, a, it is a, a lie to tell people that Jesus has stopped healing and he only did it in the Bible. I've seen so many 
uh, miracles and things happen just in being in church services. People's legs grow out. Uh, people come back and have testimonies. Even in our church alone, we've had so many testimonies of people who have had bad reports, and they turn around, and, and they've put these things into practice, and they've got the Word of God in their mouth, and, and they've spoken it, and they come back, and the doctor said, I don't know what happened, but you have a clean bill of health. Things are Things look great. And, you know, so uh, we, we, have to, we have to really understand that our words are powerful and important when it comes to healing. Um, I tried to cram a lot in today uh, to, to this, last, uh, this last part on healing. But listen, if you, if you want to uh, get a hold of this, what, this, this little, it's, I call it a mini book, this is powerful. It's called God's Creative Power for Healing. And the reason I, I like this one is because I've had this in my purse. I carry it in my purse. Um, I pull it out when I'm having to wait somewhere for a little while, and I just read it um, over and over again. It has uh, all um, confessions in the back of it and scripture, and it's it's really a powerful book. It's by Charles Capps. And um, I say get a hold of it. You can go online. I'm sure you can get it on Amazon. Uh, you can get it from Harrison House. Um, but it's, it's wonderful and it will help you in, um, getting these truths down on the inside of you and help you in your daily walk with God. So until next time, get a hold of this book, um, meditate on these things. Listen, uh, when we meditate on God's word, when we keep speaking it over our lives, it is. It will never fail. God's word never fails. And you'll start to see these things working for you in your lives. So until next time, we'll uh, do these things and we will see you next time on Everyday Revival. Revival.